Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 173. I'm here tonight with Philip Dashing. Yo, yo. John Vibes. Hello. And Lee Tark is back hey. with us. Yeah, I'm back. Thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, it's it's like, um, yeah, it's cool that you asked to come back on. It, it's it's you're, you're coming from so far where it's like, I don't want to be like, hey, when I want to <laughs> drive like three hours, like round trip or something. <laughs> But uh, so, but yeah, I mean, if you want to come back on more often, you know, we can definitely make that happen. Oh, that's awesome! Thanks, man. Cool. It's yeah, all sweet. Yeah, definitely. It's good times, man. Yeah, it's always good times. You cool. know, and uh, you know, this week it's. I remember like earlier of the week. When, when did this happen? Was this like uh, Sunday or Monday? I think it was Monday, wasn't it? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay. When this all started? Where? No. No. When did Jones get banned from Twitter? I think it, it was Sunday. If it was Sunday, we would have talked about it last week. So it had to be Monday. Uh, I, well, I don't know if it was after or during, but and they're, it was they're not going to make that decision on a Sunday. On a well, Sunday, too, not everybody's at work. You know, I'm sure the, like the CEOs of all these, like you know, I think it was Monday. I, I think it was. Monday. I don't remember it till like early in the week. But I think Scott Horton and Danny McAdam were. Yeah, that happened before. That was like Tuesday that happened. Oh, was that yeah. after? Yeah, yeah. that was immediately after. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about Daniel McAdams is, you know, haven't you ever realized that he kind of looks like uh, the dude who stole Pee Wee Herman's bike? Yeah, he really does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to put that out there, dude. He sounds like he seems like an awesome dude. Like, he rocks, man. I'm just saying, there's a striking resemblance. <laughs> like, I found his doppelganger, and I'm shocked that, that more people don't, like, realize this shit, you know? But uh, it's probably anything. the same dude. <laughs> <laughs> there is no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> yeah, man. So fucking. So what is it? Um, so Twitter has, has banned Alex Jones now. No, Twitter's it, the only Twitter's one who has. Twitter's it. the only one that hasn't. Everybody except for Twitter has banned him. Wow. Yeah. So like, he's not on Instagram, is he? Pro no, because I mean Instagram's owned by Facebook, so they probably took that down too. Apparently, they even took down his Pinterest. Wow. wow. I don't know if that was a joke somebody made, <laughs> but uh, uh, they took down literally everything. Wow. He was yeah. even banned from like porn outlets and shit. They were like, you know. It's harsh. Piling well, on. Well, you know, the big debate that I'm seeing right now amongst libertarians, you know, there's and it, it, it's kind of frustrating to me because it's like, you know, for me with like libertarianism, like even initially, it was it was about breaking out of that like ref, left right paradigm. Um, but now, you know, then you've but right now the way everything is so uh, polarized, I feel like that left right paradigm is present in the libertarian party, you know, more than ever. Oh yeah, for you know? sure. And it's it's so there's the left libertarians are all like, uh, the market's made its uh, made its uh, <laughs> made its you know the decision or whatever, and then the the right libertarians who would normally be saying that um, you know if if it were about like uh, anything else besides Alex Jones, you know the, the, they're kind of like a little butt hurt, but you know like. And, and I'm all about, you know, like, uh, you know, private institutions should, should make up their own rules. But at the same time, you know, when you've got like institutions like Facebook and Google and uh, YouTube, you know, I feel like these these organizations are so like intertwined with the government and being like uh, the government's bitch boy 
And then there's also that uh, Intercept article that came out in uh, December, the Intercept's Glenn Greenwald's website, where, um, you know, they were saying that, uh, like, apparently the U.S. and the Israeli governments um, get people banned on social media. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that, that's been happening for years, and it's been, it's been a lot less it's been a lot quieter than the Alex Jones thing. They've just, you know, buried us in the algorithm and have slowly diminished our reach instead of just canceling our pages outright. And this has happened with, you know, left, right media across the board. And Yeah, but really anybody that isn't establishment. Yeah, and the thing is, is just because they're a private company, uh, that just means that we don't support laws fix to, to try to fix the situation yeah um i think that a lot of people get caught up in this ideology thing and they say oh well it's a private company that means that we shouldn't do anything uh, that's kind of statist mentality to think that the government is the only way you do things mm-hmm. the way that i see it is that facebook is kind of in a way they have responded to an unfortunate market signal that's come their way from a bunch of people who are saying, oh, this... Have this they, salad- though? Have they, though? Yeah, because I've seen for the past month there have been articles at every single, like, you know, leftist outlet and stuff and saying, how dare Facebook keep Alex Jones on? And it, it's been a slow, like, there was a lot of predictive programming leading up to this specific situation. That was the biggest thing that bothered me is, is not so much that Facebook was doing this because I guess if you're not all tied up in the government, which you might be, like, you have a right to do it. But just the way that people were reacting about it and kind of celebrating it, like it was some exactly. great thing. And, 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 and they there were, has been calls for it. Like a lot of my Democrat friends have like, they call for that, which is weird because like the whole left ideology is like so bullying to like if you're not on board with them and their ideas shift so often. Like what if, what if you don't change your mind one of these times and then you're, you're out too? Yeah, exactly. And I, I think with this, there there definitely was a, a kind of campaign to push him off. And each side is calling the other side fake news, and they're trying to get each other silenced. <laughs> and they're not even realizing that they're setting a precedent to yes. have themselves silenced. Yep. And one thing that I have noticed is that among, like anti-war activists and like police accountability activists on the left you're not seeing them celebrate this because they understand because anybody who has done activism in regards to cops or the military has been called a conspiracy theorist regardless of what they've done and they're saying how dare this alex jones believe in conspiracy theories Meanwhile, we're trying to say that, hey, what you're talking about in Syria to invade Syria isn't really the truth. So does that mean that they can call us a conspiracy theorist the next time that they're trying to start some big war and they could just rip our platform? You know, like when this happened, I believe it was on Monday, like uh, I logged into uh, InfoWars for the first time in I don't know how long, you know, I, I, you know. Um, I never went on there on like a daily basis or anything, you know, but I actually logged into there cause I was just like, 
you know, I, I guess being a person that really like has a hatred for the government, it's like if they're banning somebody, you know, I'm, I'm just going to feel sorry for that person, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, at the same time, too, I'm, I'm not like, you know, I'd say that, you know, I'd, I'd put more stock in Alex Jones than I put in CNN. Then I'd put in like MSNBC, you know, any any mainstream media outlet, you know, not that I, I would take everything that the man says is scripture, but, you know, I just think you've, you've got a, a lot of, uh, you know, fake news, you know, uh, coming in from the establishment, you know, and, uh, you know, but by media sources that never, ever question the establishment. And, you know, I'm, I'm way more concerned about that than I'm about Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just the one swoop at one time where it was Facebook, Google, um, just everyone all at once banned, came to, you know, just came together. And you know they've been working on this for a while. This was something that wasn't just spur of the moment, whatever. Uh, I think it's, I think it's just, it's a bad precedent. I think, I, you know, I don't agree with it, but at the same time, I, I get this, this argument of, well, yeah, it's, it's a private company, but these private companies are getting leaned on and pressured to do stuff like this by the government. They, they share information with the government. And I'm not saying that it's a public utility. The, we need to regulate it as a know, public people utility. People are getting it twisted because they're saying it's a private company. Like, that is an excuse for being okay with this. Yes. So, like, it, it's a private company is only an excuse to keep the government out of it. It's not an excuse for people to be okay with it. That, yeah, that yeah. is what irritates me because people just throw their hands up in the air and they're like, oh, well, terms of services or some dumb <laughs> bullshit like that. And it's like, right. yeah, yeah. If, if you would just stop being a fool and actually, you know, just if as many people were posting and talking about it's a private company – and if that same amount of people were just saying this sucks and posting about that and talking about that, Facebook would probably freak out and reverse it. You know, that that's kind of how it seems. I yeah. just think I just think it's really bad look for it, and I think it's it's we can yeah like what, exactly what you're saying. We can criticize this move at the same time saying we don't need government action to come in and change it. What we're just saying is, if once again, if government wasn't really involved, do you guys really think Alex Jones would be banned? Because I don't. I think it was a pressure that's being built for a long time now, and it just it came to whatever they picked a random day, and they just did it. What was the incident that they used as an excuse? Was well, it? They're, they're he not, was teetering on the line, nah, because he was talking about... I can't keep up with this fucking soap. I don't listen to him, so with I don't the, know. Well, with the soap opera that's going on with Trump and all the fucking the oh, Game God. of Thrones bullshit, <laughs> Mueller or whatever the fucker. Yeah, that's so, just shit show. Uh, I guess he's the guy who's trying to put Trump away or some shit. So apparently he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you down, Mueller. And he like does a, a gun at the screen oh. and goes, bam. And I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back, That's which so it definitely weird. is teetering ah. on the line. And it yeah. makes me think that maybe he's a CIA agent who was there <laughs> like, yeah, let's like go and threaten to fucking kill people, uh, um, you know, on live radio and get the alternative media banned. I I'm just talking the tinfoil chess angle. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I I'm not saying I, I subscribe to it entirely. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Yeah, it's like a, a tinfoil 69D chess. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But it's just disturbing, nonetheless. Yeah, uh, because it it can just be used to. I mean, we see how what's going on with Facebook. We see the throttling, this this pay to play type thing they're doing with. Oh, we'll boost your posts even though you have eighty thousand people who like, or who who like whatever your page or whatever. But we're only going to show this to two thousand, and for two three dollars, we'll send you know we'll boost it and we'll show it to another two or three thousand. Well, they people. ain't even going to give like you that- the ability to boost it anymore unless you show them your ID and give them your phone number. Yeah, because I yeah, saw I this that. notification come up the other day saying that I won't have access to my pages after August thirtieth if I don't verify myself, prove I'm not a fucking Russian bot. After oh, August thirtieth? Yeah, so it's coming up. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow, I, I did see an article where there was like a some senator or house representative was gonna try to pass a law where you basically everyone had to verify who they were and where they were all, at all times. I, I don't know if it'll ever get passed, but it doesn't like I mean, it's not surprising if something happened this exactly, week. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Ex- yeah, if someone at least tried to or like one like one or two random people like supported that, uh, I would be surprised if it wasn't a lot more. Like it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if someone did that. I mean, it seems like they got a lot of support for this, and it's under the umbrella of hate speech. And everybody knows that I'm like the the resident SJW around here, (laughs) and I'm not about, you know, hate speech, so to speak. But the way that they classify it anyway, and of course, I don't think fucking racism should be illegal, of course, but they have made it so talking shit about cops is hate speech. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That there, that there was a guy, a black dude, that got arrested for a hate crime for calling a cop a Nazi a couple months ago. Um, so, you know, uh, they can just say whatever they want is hate speech. If you hate the government, that's hate speech. So, <laughs> I think Kyle said that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would not be surprised. <laughs> Yeah, it's just but, it's some fucked up shit, man. Yeah, and this I mean, and it's it's funny because Twitter was the one group or that a part of that whole guest conglomerate of so you know social media internet things that didn't ban him, and but the next day though they got into it, and this is where ended up Scott Horton and all of them uh, got banned for like the dumbest shit. Um, I don't know if you guys heard the story about it. Yeah, I think the one dude called the other dude a bitch or something well, like Peter that. Van, like, Peter Van Buren, he he pretty much was it was responding to Trump's. A uh, Trump made a tweet saying something like, you know, his typical fake news, and and he was kind of going along with it, saying, yeah, you know, I I, I lied to the media all the time, and he was making posts so which he drew the ire of a whole bunch of journalists, mm-hmm. and this one guy cats. He was having a back and forth. It was very heated. And I guess he was referring to, like, people who follow Trump as zombies. And which then Peter Van Buren said, he's like, well, yeah, he just kind of ended it sharply and was like, yeah, well, I hope some guy in a MAGA hat eats your face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that got him banned permanently. Um, And then when Scott Horton saw it, you know, that what was going on and um daniel mcadams saw it they both uh well D- i don't know daniel mcadams kind of questioned it and then at the same time scott horton was like yeah this guy cats is a bitch yeah that's what i heard yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and that's the boohoo little bitch that tattletailed or something yeah like exactly that. like yeah. that so it got them it got them banned 
and you're seeing this a lot. I, I notice a lot of things where a lot of people are saying, yeah, my Facebook just deleted my video. Um, lots of libertarian activists are saying, I mean, I'm taking them at their word that this is actually happening, but I believe it. You know, I see it firsthand where stuff just disappears. I, and you'll be, uh, we were talking, I don't know if I mentioned this in the group chat or not, but the other day, I don't know if Facebook screwed with its algorithms or whatever, <laughs> but all of a sudden I started seeing this stuff from pages that I forgot that I even liked. And I'm like, oh, wow, I haven't seen anything in like three months from these people. And it was post after post after post of stuff. I'm like, wow, like I can't believe I'm now seeing this stuff. What's like? And I just forgot that I even had it. Uh, you know, I follow uh, Occupy Democrats Logic and I forgot that they were even there. I was like, well, did they get shut down? And I, I sometimes have to search it to find out what's being not shown to me. So it's like the shadow banning type thing and the, the algorithms. And it's it's just the more we keep doing it, like for any type of posting and stuff like that, the less people are reaching. At, at least that's the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I don't I don't even know what the future is for activism. That That's the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize, because when I communicate with people online about it, you know, they don't seem too concerned, you know? They're like, oh, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll get the news online somewhere. Mm -hmm. If I can't see on Facebook, I'll just go to the website if the website's still up. And it's like, no, you don't understand. There, there's a do. whole lot of work that goes into crafting an article, and there's, like, hours worth of work. And the uh, everybody that was doing that stuff is going to be getting different jobs now. You know what I mean? So those articles aren't going to be there. Everybody is going to be aggregating articles from, like, the same couple websites. People aren't going to be able to keep up with all of the new cases of whatever. You know what I'm saying? And a, a lot, a, a, as I said earlier, a lot of the police, uh, the police accountability movement, the, the wars that have been prevented in the past couple of years, like the, a full-scale invasion of Syria that definitely would have happened a couple of years ago if it wasn't for alternative media, and it definitely probably would have happened again a couple months ago if it wasn't for the alternative media exposing what was going on with the White Helmets because they were ready to invade again. And, you know, our inbox is just filled with people getting the shippy down by cops, people getting their houses raided, wrong address, and nobody's going to be there to cover that shit. And that's what I'm worried about, you know? And I, that future is literally here. The, there's a couple more weeks left of, of most of, of the sites that I know um, of, of having a staff, you know what I mean? So most of these sites are going to be dropped down to being run by one person. What are the good sites? Like, what should people check out to keep them going? Well, I mean, I, I write for the Free Thought Project. That's my main thing. But, um, of course, antiwar.com is a, is a great source for information like that. You guys got any other? Yeah. Um, yeah I've, I've been a, always, always been a fan of Antimedia a lot, the site that I yeah. used to write for as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're down to one person, too, now. But the problem is, is I notice these days most people – Social media is the internet. People exactly. Are, people aren't searching. Yeah. And now it's come out that Google is working with the Chinese government to pretty much ban anything from people finding any websites that they deem as antisocial. So that makes me think, like, we're kind of a few steps away from that and just replaced with antisocial with fake news or something like that. 
we're so close to that. Most everyone does is I remember being a kid and it was always like cite your sources or, or mm-hmm. like where's the source coming from for this article? Like So you'd always have to look, check into that. Now people don't even read the article. They just read the headline. That's where we are. And most people – so pe- people's internet is social media. So it kind of sucks as libertarians we're losing our foothold on social media and therefore – losing the internet exactly kind of. and i feel yeah. like that's very dangerous so that kind of what motivated me personally to join the libertarian party and especially the mises caucus mm-hmm. and because they can't deny they can't take a ballot access away like I mean, i'm sure they could but i'm saying like we have that and if we can get on a debate stage with cameras rolling you can't censor what we're saying you can't throttle that yeah you and can't you can't hide that i i mean i i have kind of always hated anybody who's told me what to do my entire life and i've had issues because of that but (laughs) i would not have the philosophical grounding that i have today if it wasn't for you know them weird ass youtube videos up in the middle of the night you know when i'm like 21 years old when youtube is like first a thing and they still had google video out where you could see the full length documentaries and i'm watching you know freedom to fascism and uh esoteric agenda and all all that old school shit and that you know for for the generation coming up 5 years from now are they are they going to be able to find that shit i mean that shit was in the trending section of youtube back in the day you know mm. um i remember after the crash of 2008 all of fucking austrian economics videos were all up in the trending uh, because, you know, of course, they were right about that, and they called that shit. They said it was coming. You, you had documentaries like, you know, Money Masters and all this stuff about the Federal Reserve, uh, you know, in the trending section. And I feel like that was important to educating a lot of people because, you know, it becomes what is actually going on is able to become a, car, a part of the culture. Now... It, it, it's so drowned out and we're so on the fringes now that, you know, I, I it's the momentum that we have picked up. I, I, I feel we're going to lo- we're, we're losing it with this. Just look back to 2013, like with Ron Paul, like that, that is gone way down since then. Yeah. I feel like I still, I know more people that are getting into this stuff. I just, I'm kind of scared that with the internet, Doing exactly. its thing, you yeah, know. The, the big less companies. people are, less people are just going to even see it. Exactly. To get yeah, into yeah. it, you yeah. know. It's one reason, like as being like a dad and stuff. I've been buying like lots of books, and I want them on the shelf because you, there might be a day where internet is so censored and so everything's so hard to find. And uh, Trevor, uh, I believe, it, no, I'm sorry, Ryan uh, made a comment. And he says the dark web is the internet. Google and Facebook want you to think they are the internet. But they're doing a damn good job of making people think it is. Yes. Because most people don't even check. Like, no one just goes into a website anymore that I see. I'm sure maybe you guys are, see that differently. But I know from personal experience, myself included, family members, friends, everything, we just go to the apps. We go to, you know, Instagram, yep. Twitter, well, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 normally, I normally would just go to Facebook and, you know, see what my friends are posting. Yeah. From tracking and websites yeah, for multiple – or for traffic tra- – uh, tracking traffic for multiple different websites over the years, I can definitely tell that 
the amount of organic traffic that any website gets is extremely small compared to the percentage yeah, and, and of social like, media traffic. I feel like we're we're going back to what the FCC was, you know, a long time ago when they had the you know guys who heard of the fairness doctrine. Yeah, exactly. We were to provide yeah. equal time for both sides. But you're still there's that that's just kind of there's if you're saying there's only two sides and then you know, they're not going to provide any time for the third side which you know i guess you can make an argument libertarian being the, you know the party being the third biggest party in the country there'd be no time for that and that's kind of they want to shut you out and put you in a box and make you think well it's left or right left or right one or one or the other one or the other one or the other and they're doing a great job of it i mean we see how divided because people are so inclined to be on social media and not venture off like probably we all did when we first got on the internet. I can speak for myself. I was very just like kind of just go out there and just clicking link after link. And, <laughs> because you go to like the link pages for a website. So I found out, you saw I find out about music getting into like, like hardcore bands and punk bands. You go to their website and they'll have like links for other bands that they like and they're friends with. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with. Same thing with videos going on YouTube. Like you were saying, like I would like a lot of Kokash videos and a lot of suggested videos used to come up with that. You know, you just hear speeches and it would just kind of like, it was kind of like endless amount of And it's still kind of like that. It's still like that. But, but I'm, you I'm have afraid, to kind of look for it. Yeah. Now. And I'm afraid that there's going to be a day where that's not going to be like that anymore. So I want the books on the shelves. I want my kids to see this. So I, you know, I'm not going to force them to read it, but I just want it to be there. Something that they can see. There was a time like 10, 15 years ago, you could go to a bookstore or a video store and you could buy almost every book or video. And they were there within like a 10, 30 minute drive. But now you're like, I've got a lot of movies on Netflix that are right here. I don't have to go anywhere. There's no video stores. Uh, Bookstores are a lot smaller if they exist. And you know you've got it's it's a lot more limited that way. It's everyone's getting fed through these funnels. Oh, absolutely, and they're just filtering out mm-hmm. stuff that's unacceptable. Yeah, like Tom Wood says, you know, burning the index card of allowable opinion, <laughs> and that's kind of what they want for you. They want you to think this way, and that's what I that's what I see when I see them banning Alex Jones. Right there's a someone I forget who was saying this. It was one of the podcasts I was listening to. They were like, "Well, Alex Jones might have just might have just hit on one conspiracy theory that was true, and they're just trying to silence him." And you think of all the stuff that's actually going on in the world. That's something that I mean. I'm not saying it did happen, but it's not out of the realm of possibility in my mind. He's hit, whoa, he's hit on more than one that's true. I mean, he's hit on a couple that's true. As crazy yeah, as he even is. the gay frog thing. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's re- remotely true. I, and the thing is, is, before that became like a oh, like kind of a pejorative attack. Wait, wait, on wait, him. wait, 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 wait. How is the gay frog thing remotely true? Tell it us. It makes them trans. It, there's there's chemicals that that change the sex of frogs. It's from so the uh, it, stuff. It makes them trans. It makes so, them trans. It doesn't make them gay. So are, are you saying that it's causing all the uh, gender confusion right now? These same chemicals? No. <laughs> or they're, they're not just the frogs? Um, yeah. Like the hormone pills, essentially, that uh, like the pill the girls take. Yeah, so uh, contraceptive pills that stuff it, it increases hormones and it's known when it goes and runoff it goes into the fish and the, some of the fish actually change 
you know, like I said, transgender, like they, they change from like being a male to a female. So that's kind of what along the lines of, and that kind of just blew out of hand and made now it's just a funny ass meme or something when it comes to Alex Jones. Okay, so so you're saying the gender's changing, but it's not making the frogs gay or, or no? But there's a no. there's a okay. kernel of truth to what he was saying. A, a kernel. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying, I don't I don't listen to Alex. I never yeah, have. See, it just sure, cha- it changes the sex of the frogs, not their sexuality. Yeah, uh-huh. let's not go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> So I just see it as a huge problem, and a lot of people are so like cut. And t- Once again, they're they're split in half. I, I follow a lot of libertarian groups, and a lot of people, as soon as we post criticism about this, they they like to say, "Oh, you know, bake the cake," and it's you know that that type of argument. They're like, "Bake the cake," and uh, I forget what they're they're saying was for, it. but essentially they're saying, "Oh, provide a platform," and these companies don't. I mean, they don't, but I feel like there there's some kind of moral obligation to be like hey you know we we want to have every you know, all inclusive and i think michael malice was making a big point about like well we shouldn't have this like think about the dating sites he was using it as as dating websites how back then there was just eHarmony and these few others and now you have fucking christian mingles and farmers only.com he said there's going to be multiple websites like that and of course facebook's going to be the big guy but Hey man, there was a time when MySpace was the big guy. Yeah. So maybe maybe it might change. Who knows? But I just see it right now. Just there's just too much control on the for people's thoughts. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, try, yeah, I'm yeah, trying. to put I mean, in more better co- words. In these that. companies yeah. control the dialogue. They yeah, control the narrative. They control the narrative. Exactly. They control the whole media. You know what I'm saying? Like we freaked out a couple years ago before this whole social media thing happened that the world's mainstream media is owned by six companies or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Facebook's one fucking company. Google is one company. You know? So, uh, we're definitely kind of there. Yeah. I guess, like, I mean, I don't want to jump into the next point, uh, the next topic, if you got, but it kind of relates to that because uh, what happened in Yemen last week do you guys know the day it happened the i don't was, remember exactly. i don't remember i think it was date. like monday or tuesday maybe tuesday I, I think there was attack today too on like a weapons depot or something i, mean, I, I didn't see that depot, yeah jesus christ but it was you know the the saudi-led coalition that killed a bus f- full of children i think they said what 29 children were dead mm-hmm. at least 29 children died when the coalition sh- uh bombed and a military operation bombed the bus full of kids who were on a kind of field trip. And hardly, and this is probably the most anyone's ever talked about Yemen I've seen, but that's still just now with the Unite the Right thing happening today, I'm sure no one's going to talk about that anymore. This whole thing's going to get swept under the rug because, like you said, they control the narrative. And it's always been like that, but now it's social media used to be the escape from that. When I could go look on the Free Thought Project and see what you guys were saying and then see what... I don't know the Libertarian Republic. See what they were saying. And you used to be able to go out. Wait, you would go to the Libertarian Republic. I would. Get the fuck out of here. There was dude. a lot of pop up ads. A lot of pop up ads, but I had to click all out of them. I was still reading. It was, shit. dude. Yeah, a lot of a lot of pop up ads, dude. <laughs> but no, so so we used to. I used to be able to do that and get different perspectives, and now it's just, it's it's dying. I feel like that that whole thing is dying, and I, I guess maybe we're there's dude, t- more Libertarian is. pages than ever. 
but I feel like it's the same people liking the same th- exactly. the same things, and it's yeah. not n- new people being brought in. I guarantee you, every single person that runs a uh, you know ul- alternative media or libertarian website is that they're having trouble reaching people right now, and most people like they're a lot of people have given up. You know, before I came here today, I looked at like. Like bbcnews.com, and there was a Yemen bombing was the first story. Then I went to CNN, and it was uh, Unite the Right. And like seven articles underneath it were uh, related. And then I I clicked on World, and it was some Ocasio-Cortez thing about how like she's making Democratic Party weak. And then I had to click Middle East, and I saw something on Yemen, but it didn't even say Yemen. It was like parents scrambling to save their children from bombing. Wait, it so was very vague. So you went to CNN? Are you like Cointelpro or something? <laughs> I don't know. I was just, nah. I was curious <laughs> on how they would, you know, what they would do about nah, it. Nah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's definitely <laughs> interesting. It's definitely interesting that, that you know. I saw one uh, huh. thing that was like it, the bombing in Yemen. Is there anything the world can do? Like, huh. <laughs> yo, Jeez. stop fucking bombing them. <laughs> I mean, Dumb these are kids. Like this is children, and this, no one cares. Uh, yeah, these people are still don't combatants. give a fuck. Yeah, this crazy. is the so- this is Saudi Arabia pissed off that they don't have people in power. Like like I said, it's it's the American way. They want influence over their yeah, area, and they're f- they're totally freaked out because that one of these rebel groups, the Houthis, yeah, the Houthis are apparently have some support from Iran, so. They're just flipping their shit that a couple of extra square feet in the Middle East is going to have the control of somebody that they don't like. Yeah, man. Every time you hear Scott Horton, he kind of tears it. He tears his whole thing to shred, like shreds it all up, tears it all up. This whole everyone's argument and the bullshit stories that you have to go through to get to the truth about the whole thing. And they keep saying, everyone's saying, oh, it's the Saudi-led, you know, coalition. Well... United States is the one. Those are United States bombs that we sold them. It's intelligence we gave them. It, it's it just it, the the planes, everything. It's like we pretty much gave them mostly all that stuff. We sold it to them, and we're it's all with our tax dollars, <laughs> and it's just undeniable that not us in particular, but the United States government holds you know responsibility for this. In a way, because they're allowing it to happen. If if Iran did this, could you imagine? We'd be at war right now. Yep. Boots on ground if, if Iran did something like this. It's crazy. There's the amount of hypocrisy, and no one fucking cares. And apparently, like, Obama got another another award, peace award, some <laughs> bullshit the other day. Oh, it just wanted to make me throw up. And I'm like, shit, he's out of office and he's still getting freedom and I don't know. It's just, it gets me so fucking pissed off that kids are dying. This isn't war. This isn't, you know, oh, soldiers go fight others. No, we're just bombing people. It's blowback. It's it's everything else. And everyone's going to wonder why. Dave Smith was on a, a panel with a bunch of fucking idiots on SE Cup show on CNN and he's just laying into them like, uh, this is a blowback. And they're like, oh, so what are we supposed to do? Do nothing? Yes. Do nothing. Let them handle themselves out. The whole reason this all happened is the United States government fault. It's the British government's fault. I mean, you can trace this all the way back to World War One. The problems in the Middle East. 
even before that, actually. And it, it's it's just sad that we're still there and we're still fighting proxy wars. We're still there bombing and killing children, uh, uh, sanctions, and it's, we just get away with, with doing all these, these horrible crimes. Well, not we, not the... I try not to say that, but I, I end up using it a lot, <laughs> the we, because I had nothing to fucking do with this, and I would never want it one penny of my any of my paycheck going towards that it's just sad and what are we gonna do like what and it's not it's, it should be like the number one thing everyone's talking about but it's just not it's not and i i was surprised to see that it got the coverage that it did because a lot of people i mean even kyle kyle i was on here last week he didn't even really know the situation in yemen and he's very plugged in on stuff mm-hmm. and that just shows you how people just <clears throat> They just breathe, you know, it's just, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just another war. It's another bombing. It's another this or that. Like, whatever. It's not happening here. I don't care. But you'll care, you know, 9, 12, 11, you'll care. Or 9, sorry, <laughs> 9, 12, 01, you'll care. Mm-hmm. Whereas 9, 10, you didn't. This is like the new normal. Like It is. Yeah. The bar has just shifted so far. But And I, you know what? I'm, I think they like it that way. They like the fact that I grew up never knowing a peacetime, never knowing what peacetime was. It was always Iraq War One, then the the bombings in Kosovo and that, and then going into then the the airstrikes again under the Clinton administrations yeah, I mean, in Iraq War. Like it's just everything. I mean, you know, whereas like you know, like like my, myself, you know, I, I always say that uh, war is my number one issue. You know, and then number two, it's followed by the drug war. But I'll be the first to admit, yes, I, I uh, while war is my number one issue and it's my number one concern is to end it, I am desensitized to it, you know, because I, I don't see it every day, you know? And then uh, you know, a lot of people are, and, uh, you know, and it's like, I, you know, we are paying for that. And, 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 but, you know, we don't see it every day, you know? Yemen was, what, number seven, you said? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Lee. it's it, it, <laughs> it at least, number seven. Oh, on, like, well, there was there was like seven articles before that. Yeah, gotcha. And then I didn't so even I had eight. to click on okay. like three more pages to get to it, mm. like extra links to get there mm. to see it. It was real weird. It's not, you know, and it's not weird. <laughs> as yeah, much yeah. as we say it's weird, no, it's, not. Yeah, it's right. not. It's just it happens all the time because if we're fighting each other, we don't care what the government's doing overseas. And the more and more I see Trump in office, the more and more he's fighting with these people at the FBI, the CIA. Mm-hmm. I, it just shows me that people like Alex Jones are right. There is a shadow government, and I, and I hate to sound come off as some crazy conspiracy theorist, but like there's just more proof each day. There's more proof that these people just they justify their jobs by starting crisis in the Middle East overseas somewhere where no one's going to care no one's going to pay attention until they want you to care mm-hmm. because then that means then it means they can drive up support for more for more money that the, it happens it's a shadow government at the very least it's like another branch of government that no one voted for that's not accountable to anybody exactly they're not accountable to anybody and when someone comes in rocks the boat like trump and I'm, I'm not i hate how i always have to preface this but i'm not a trump fan didn't vote for him <laughs> I don't like him at all but even like so when they they see him there, and he's. They don't want him there. Like, oh no, I want, I want the ultimate yes man. I don't want this crazy guy who is going to tweet something ridiculous. And I, I want someone who's just sure, like Clinton, who will just let me do what I need to do. Just let me drop these bombs, put more money in the pockets of Lockheed Martin, 
General Dynamics, all these companies that we, we, you know, with that needs to keep happening. And I don't want someone like Trump coming in trying to pretend that he's going to do something about it. We want we want complete just autonomy to do what we want to do. And, and, that, and every day I see that more and more and more. And it drives me crazy because these are it's like we're just playing. It was kind of like what we were doing. I don't know. It's just I've been just just going back and just reading a lot of stuff about like just in the past, the United States, the, uh, like the Monroe Doctrine and, and stuff, the stuff we did, I guess, Native Americans, stuff the United States government did in like in Panama, just stuff like that. I've just been going back and like hearing, like reading, reading and just thinking about stuff like that. And it's just we just shifted that to now it's the Middle East. So all this stuff, the inter- interventions and trying to topple governments and stuff, it's now it's over there. So it's it, before. I guess it's it's it was too close to home, and now that we kind of like just pushed it farther away, where no one gives a fuck because you can't even pronounce the country that it's happening in. Yeah, yeah. So no one gives a shit. Like no, in now when they keep saying the Saudi-led coalition, that coalition includes the United States, includes the United Arab Emirates. You can't half the country can't pick that out on a map. They don't know where the fuck that is. Yeah, exactly, and it's like. It- <clears throat> That is the thing, is people are so far removed from it, and most people... You could tell by the issues that they're concerned about. It's all about me, me, me. Free college. You know, that's the number one fucking issue. Because people are concerned about their own fucking futures. Not the futures of some people overseas that they never met. Well, when you think about that, like one of the biggest things I hear is like... Well, why are we paying for all these wars when we could pay for college and health care? But, like, you're $20 trillion dollars in debt. Like, you, we can't pay for any of this shit. Yeah, it's the yeah. wrong way to think about We're it. We're going to be paying for it for, like, generations. One way or another, either we're going to be having a high tax bill to pay off this debt, or we're just going to pay it off with basic inflation, which is just going to fuck everybody, too. So, I mean, that just isn't a viable argument for me, either. Yeah, the- yeah, exactly. When, when people say we, we should be spending it on something else, we shouldn't be spending anything on anything. I agree. Like, if you have X amount of dollars that you have to spend, I'd rather see someone go to the doctor or whatever. But we don't have it, and it, it, so it's not really an argument. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I totally agree. But that's the wrong mindset. That's that's exactly. also the left's – it's kind of their agenda. It's like, oh, yeah. Instead of wasting on war, we can just waste it on handouts and free stuff and just print the money. Because Austrians keep talking about this bubble is going to burst, the housing bubble burst, and this bubble burst. But when is this this government spending bubble going to burst? Like, when is this when it comes to, like, war and just constant, just, it's like a never-ending, I forget, there was something I saw... God, I wish I could, but it was. It, it goes along with my argument. I'm trying to say, I can't really think about it right now. Um, off the top of my head, but it's just there's so much money, like millions of dollars are being spent every single day to fight the drug war. I think it was something along the lines of like we, like the United States government has spent like 20 million dollars a day since the. I think it was since the, yeah, since I think since 9/11, or whenever we, we went into Afghanistan, they spent like 20 million dollars a day fighting the war on terror or something like that i i wish i i can remember off the top of my head i really can't right now but it makes sense i mean this is what this is what happens when is that bubble gonna burst when are people gonna like 
just wake up and just realize all the shit's going on. And I feel like this goes back to the whole Alex Jones thing is the more people like us keep saying about it, the less we're going to be heard because the more we're going to get the clamp down from the government. Because the government doesn't want us saying this stuff. They don't want us pointing out to people who don't care, who are more focused on, oh, I want my college degree, I want my free health care, I want this, I want that. And so then they, the government, I guess, or, or we kind of put the target on our backs by saying, no, we shouldn't do that either. And they're like, oh, go fight them. Go fight them. We'll do our little wars over here in the Middle East. You go, you go fight each other. And it kind of goes into, you know, with the whole Unite the Right rally. Apparently, it, apparently only like 50 people showed up and we, <laughs> they were protected by 200 police officers to protect them against like a crowd of a thousand counter protesters. Like this is what it's come to, yeah. And they want they. I'm God. They wanted They. I'm sure the media wanted violence. They wanted videos oh, of, of people fighting in the streets. They love it because it can just distract everybody from what's going on. The real issues. It just. It's a distraction. And yeah, racism's awful. It's gross. These people who are, are at the Unite the Right rally, uh, people like Chase Rachel's, people like them. Um, uh, Cantwell, th- all those people, they don't, Augustus Invictus, there you go, that's what I was trying to think of. Like, those people don't represent us. And it's kind of hard to deny there wasn't a, a pipeline from libertarianism to the alt right, white supremacist, white nationalist movement, whatever bullshit. It's, but at the same time, I don't feel like those people were, ever were. Yeah. They've had well, these things. Just just, that, yeah, they're just now a, free to, to. They feel like, oh, I can just say these things now. They were just buddies with us for a couple years because we all hated Obama together. That was it, and we didn't yeah. realize that they were scumbags. That was that. That's how I feel about the situation. Yeah, I mean, with, with yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but like hey, like who the Augustus Invictus? Well, just and all, Chris Cantwell, the, all or, uh, the people who went alt right. Like, well, I don't know because like uh, you know Cantwell, he's saying some like disgusting shit, and I, I feel like he's been getting worse and worse and worse. But like, I don't know. The, 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 I know the first time I heard Cantwell speak, I didn't think that he was saying anything close to what he's saying now. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. So you just you know, don't come. But to I'm that. just saying that, like, that maybe they're more. Co- I think a lot of people are more comfortable now, and I think that is one of the things that, um, you know, at least the march last year probably <clears throat> did for that movement. It, it, is it? It made the members of it a lot more comfortable with outing themselves and and uh, you know being open about you know what they're into you know what i'm saying this was a lot of things that people were in the closet about before i feel like everyone's kind of in a way more transparent about stuff and i think there's a big shift to the left where like if you look at videos of like bill clinton back in 95 like some of the stuff he's saying about immigration and welfare sounds more republican whereas and like Republicans don't really care about gay marriage anymore. They could give a fuck less. They've they've given up on that. They're good. But then there's like this kind of vacuum where there's the alt right can kind of pop up. They're maybe feeling threatened by like social justice warrior because some of that's legit. Like I don't want to see people be mean to people and like sit. People's feelings really do get hurt. But there there's a line that you cross where it's just like bullshit. And when you get enough of that, people just like fight back and, yeah. and they did want to defend themselves. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like like cultural appropriation. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, if anything, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, you know, copying or imitating or impersonating is like it's it's so, really it's really it's it's a compliment. Like, if anything, you I know? agree. If you and and you know, I, I think it, it kind of brings people and cultures together. I think and there's. I, I think one... it's straight up evil that somebody thought of a term to like. That somebody thought of a term to uh, belittle people who take from other cultures. I definitely agree with that. Although there is one case, like when you have like Tom Cruise playing an Egyptian and shit like that in the movies. Well, I mean, see, that shit's a I little think, bit I th- different. I think you could have just said you could have just said, well, when you have Tom Cruise. Because yeah, yeah. like like anything that guy is in, I just do not oh, want to touch with a fucking absolutely. But tempo I'll, pole. I'm just saying, like if you have like him as like a samurai or a pharaoh or some shit, that that's a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> but, but who does that hurt? Uh, well, who see, does that violate anyone's property rights? It doesn't violate anybody's property rights, but I can see the problem of uh, how of, people of, are edged out of the marketplace. But, well, yeah, 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 it's, it's box office poison, no doubt. Or it be, should be, be. It should be. I don't know, but Tom Cruise, he makes a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Okay, but I'm gonna and tell I, you. Guys, I think that that just shows that the masses are asses, dude. If Tom Cruise makes a whole lot of money. Well, it's all that scienti- those Scientology yeah. connections. But no, like I, uh, this goes back to literally a conversation I had with my daughter, my five-year-old daughter, before I came here. She was upset, and she was like, "Well, he." This, she was talking about like we were at a table with like my cousins were there, or my her cousins were there, and they were kind of like being mean to her. And she was like, "Well, they don't like me," and so she was getting really upset, and I had to sit down and talk with her. I'm like, "You can't control what other people think and say." All it matters is how you value yourself and how you appreciate yourself and how much and you know that your mommy and daddy love you and we support you and you just need to love yourself and only care about what you think of yourself. Did you, you tell her that every people. snowflake's different? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought it doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter what people say about anything. All that matters is how you act yeah. and how you and how you treat other people. That's what matters. So this whole social bringing bringing it back to this whole unite the right shit. A lot of people are being told like they don't they never really learned that lesson. People are being told that being white is awful, you're you're a terrible person, you're white, you're white privilege, you're this, you're that, you're that. And it affects these these little snowflakes who never learned that lesson that like, well, I must blame all black people for this. I blame all minorities for for the way how how bad I feel inside because you made me feel bad. When I think it's both sides. It's like huh, you're it's like the meme from uh, Founding Guys. Like oh, kids, you're both terrible. Like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like you're both awful. You live under this this rock where it's just like oh, I think you, you, in anything that tries to come under that rock with you, you're like no, no, get away, get away. You don't represent me. It's almost it's as crazy as I. I'm gonna call it here right now. You're going to see an article in a few years, someone saying racism is racist because it's not inclusive to minorities. Not enough minorities are racist. So racism is dominated by white males. So racism is racist. I guarantee you, there's someone out there who's probably thinking this. Uh, I'm sure there are many people who thought So there's fucking nuts. And so people hear that and they never learn that lesson. It doesn't matter what other people think. It only matters how they act and what they do. And so... You hear, I mean, shit. Going back to when I was a little kid, I remember I had no recollection. 
recollections of what race and race relations were. I was a young kid when Family Matters. You guys remember the show Family Matters yeah, yeah. with Urkel, right? That one. No, no. That this was with. Um, yeah, yeah, Urkel was yeah, in Urkel, Family yeah, Matters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Get sorry, your sorry. story straight, dude. Oh, <laughs> but so Fuck. Family Matters, and I remember, <laughs> I remember just like asking my mom, and like, or, or it was. Just, I don't even know if I actually asked her, but it was a question I always had in my head. I was like, why is the white guy always stupid or bad in the show? It was just something I always just thought, and I, I thought it was weird. I never looked at Carl as any different because my father was a police officer, so uh, you know their, their father Carl, he was a police officer too. So I kind of just looked at it in that role. I was like, oh, it's like a police officer like my dad, and that that I mean that's the only thing I got out of it. But I always wondered, I was like, why is the white guy always the bad guy or the stupid person or the dumb friend? And I guess when you hear about that for you, and I mean, I guess it goes back to, I mean, there were shows in the 50s and 60s and even before that showing black people as dumb and stuff. So I mean, a lot of people watch that and they see the same thing and they ask the same questions I did. Yeah. So that, that's, so I see that, I get that, I understand that, but it's all that matters is your self-worth. But it's and also think, a, a fun, the, the thing that I think is important is the, the, the financial thing. Because like if, you know, let, let's be honest, like in today's market, you know, it is maybe once a decade an independent film breaks through to make millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Most of it is blockbuster movie studio franchises that have been around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Most of it is that. So, and, you know... Back in, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, it was definitely dominated by white dudes and stuff like that. So I can kind of see other people trying to get a seat at that table in Absolutely. that industry. Absolutely, I agree. But that's not injustice. Injustice. People will oh, look yeah, at that yeah, and say, yeah, that's injustice. Not, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's injustice. But I'm saying is people but take I, this whole social justice thing to the extent of like that, where they think, well, I'm not being represented in movies. That's injustice. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Injustice is what happens when people plant, uh, when cops plant a truck full of Jor Air Jordans or, or shoes or whatever oh. in front of, in front yeah, of kids. Yeah. And then when they go and steal the shoes then they're then they're arrested yeah, and like yeah. that's that's injustice yeah what and there was a video today that came out i don't know if you guys saw the video of um some guy it was in baltimore it was two black officers who were in getting in the face of this one black guy just on the street and i, I the the video starts like almost at the end of the verbal argument them yelling at each other the guy's just like he the cop puts his hand in his face like this and like the the, the guy just like pushes it away like get your hand out of my fucking face and then the cops just wail on him i mean wow. just yeah. go like kicking him punching him on the ground just his face is gushing blood and they're just beating the shit out of this guy two black cops too and that just like i just literally just saw that video this morning i shared it on my page I uh, like that's injustice. Yeah. That's that's what injustice is. And yeah, I think people take the like the, the, the microaggressions and stuff like that too far. Yes, uh, I think that the whole the financial thing and being edged out of the marketplace is probably somewhere in between microaggression and oppression. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's somewhere on that. Yeah, I can. Uh, but, but it's not oppression, you know, because a, a, oppression is like a physical violence. But I think it is it's it's something that uh, people I don't fault them for striving to ha 
you know, have their character in the super su- superhero uh, fucking movie sure. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't yeah. think every like joke or whatever about race is is really racist. Like if you go back to the 70s, you watch like All in the Family or the Jefferson, even the Chappelle no, show. No, I know. Yeah, the Chappelle show too. No, yeah. no. Okay, okay. So I think what you're saying is you don't think every joke about race is racist, but. They're, they're not hurtful. Well, well, that's the thing. Well, here's what I'm saying. Every joke about race is in fact racist I because heard because it's, it's about race. Okay. But but all I'm saying is is every joke about race isn't necessarily hateful or hurtful. Okay. I mean, it, it's not all racism is like is really that. I mean, you could make a, a fucking joke and it could just be a joke and it could not be mean spirited. Sure. And, and then you cite back to the seventies. And yeah, when I watched TV from the seventies, I feel like we were like heading in the right direction. Kind of. Yeah. Joe, exactly. Joe Rogan has this bit where he's like, is it racist to say that black dudes have big dicks? He's like, is yes, that racist? It, it is. It's totally racist. <laughs> it, it's not it necessarily is. a bad thing is what you're saying. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like, uh, so like, uh, I don't know. Like, so, I, so I, I, I was, I was with a friend a couple. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Okay, okay, okay. So I was with a friend a couple weeks ago. I'm not gonna say who it is. And uh, I think I know who it is. Can he sit? Now, and now, and he, and he, he was, he was saying something to some, to a total stranger about how, like, uh, you know, we were in an elevator and they were gonna see a doctor, and then my. Uh, my friend was like, "Oh, are they Asian? Because I, I saw an Asian and they were really good, and like you know, like like Asians are the best doctors or whatever." And it was like, you know, my friend didn't want to like sound creepy or, or racist. It was just he was he thought he was giving a compliment to the entire Asian race, you know. And it's like, you know, what he said was racist, but he didn't mean any harm by it. Yeah, you know, I mean. Is, is it really that bad? Like, like what he said, you know, because if he didn't have the intent, if the intent wasn't there, you know, is it really something to well, to make a stink that's about? That's like with the issue we ran into a couple of weeks ago. Is making a is is a making a joke about a vagina misogynistic? Is it is it misogynistic to make a joke no. about genitals? <laughs> to me, no. To me, I. I, I, I there I were just, people who thought so. Of course, there's people that there's there's Mike Shipley's everywhere. That's it. That's what <laughs> okay. <I'm> okay. <laughs> I, I guess it is. But is it funny? I mean, can it be yeah, funny? That's yes. Another good yeah. question. Yeah. Is I mean, it funny? Who the fuck Does cares? it make you chuckle? Does it make you smile? Is someone out there being like, yeah, that's pretty. Fun. Dude, <laughs> it's so stupid. That's funny. There's yeah, lots I mean, of people like that. I mean, you've got to take into consideration the spirit of the joke. And all I'm saying is, dude, like the fucking world isn't just black and white. There's there's a whole lot of gray everywhere. You know, there's like all sorts of places. You know, and it's like if the person didn't intend to hurt anybody, or you know, it's like you you got to really look at the intent. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I. I. I the the other thing is. A lot of these people who go crazy with it, if they if the issue was brought to them differently, aside from like, oh, you're a piece of shit, yes, how dare yes. you? They probably would not cling to the shit so hard. That happened you know? to me. Yeah, and they wouldn't write books with uh, people being thrown out of helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, really, if you shame someone into it or yell at them, like, maybe best case scenario, they're not as vocal around you. But they're still going to think the same way they thought. But where someone like is like, dude, that kind of hurt my feelings, or dude, that was kind of fucked up. Like maybe, maybe you I, might I'm a, feel I'm a little. A, bit I'm different. a little butt hurt if somebody was like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I taught like going back to the conversation that I had with my daughter. I told her 
words can't hurt you. Like, I know, th- I know they have that ability, but you need to rise above that. You need to rise above the fact that people are going to say, I told her, I said, she's going into school next year, and as much as it kills me, I'm telling her, like, some people aren't just going to like you no matter how hard you try, no matter how good of a person you are to them, they're not going to like you. But the same is true as well. There may be people that are so nice to you and people that you just don't vibe with, you don't like. It works both ways. And you just got to find the happy medium and don't let people's words affect you. They're just words. And it's really, I know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds very pedestrian to say, but sticks and stones, and it all comes back to that. And a lot of people left and right don't understand this. They don't understand that. They're very sensitive. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know how much of it is sensitivity and how much of it is strategy, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a great point. Great point. Word, word, word. So, uh, what else do we have for tonight? We have the uh, or do we have do we have shit that we want to say for yeah. the after hours cuz it, it's like about an hour in. Uh, so. uh, I mean, All right, I'd so rather like, Yeah, okay, so why don't we just go to the after hours? Yeah, okay, I mean, so right. yeah, guys. So uh, I I want to uh, tell everybody we now have a Patreon. So if you Google Punk Rock Libertarians Patreon, you can sign up there and we're about to do an after hours podcast and you will gain access to that after hours podcast. We also accept articles over at the dailyliberator.com. So for you know, we're going to keep our website up, and if you have some shit to say, we'll put it up there, and we'll share it on Punk Rock Libertarians on Facebook. And, you know, there's, like, you might have a few thousand people see it, <laughs> you know. So, you know, it's a shame that our reach is cut from where it was, you know. But, uh, and uh, so we're still doing that at the dailyliberator.com. Also, if you want to keep in contact with us post-Facebook, because hopefully Facebook will die soon. Fuck Facebook. Um, you can go to the dailyliberator.com and you can sign up for our email list. So, yeah, give us your email on there and always be in contact with uh, Punk Rock Libertarians. Also, we have t-shirts at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you can pick up a Punk Rock Libertarians t-shirt or um, they they have a bunch of great libertarian t-shirts. And if you uh, type in that code, you'll receive a 10% discount. So until next time, live free or die. The flags and the tax bombs and bread Poisons by a few at the expense of the many Soldiers and cards and their machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can put freedom in death point in a fine land You stop what the truth, then bring them home Laugh, believe the jokes We'll do the best for you And I believe that we have the power